He's done it. Yeah, what a shot. This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to your favorite, uh, I would like to believe it is, but uh, hello and welcome to Just Sports, your weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of sports with Rahul Puri and me. Hello, Mr. Puri. Hello, Mr. Khan. Are you enjoying the cool weather up north? Yes, sir. I'm in Missouri and it is beautiful, stunning, and I don't want to come back, but uh, I'll have to be back. So that's the tragedy of life. Yes, sir. So let's start on what we're going to discuss uh, this time. We're going to talk about the World Cup qualifiers because that's pretty much done and dusted. We're going to talk about uh, the Ashes because that is on the anvil. And we're going to talk about Buffon because let's try and find out, is he one of the best ever? And, you know, the tragedy of sports just just didn't leave him. So let's start with Buffon, uh, Rahul. I mean, he lost the Champions League final last year. And this year, you know, he went out without really qualifying for the World Cup. I mean, it's like tragedy seemed to follow him and it was just a tragic end to a career. And I think he he also epitomized the Italian style of playing Rahul because, I mean, Italy has always been known for not giving in goals and they were always, you know, they were always one of the most strongest defences. And I think Buffon, you know, exemplified that. You know, absolutely. And I think, you know, what what what... They were more spectacular goalkeepers, right? They were more um, uh, goalkeepers with flamboyance and, and they were more keepers that, that made, you know, better saves or greater saves or impossible saves or things like that. But Buffon was, was um, the, a model of consistency. He didn't make mistakes. He didn't get things wrong. And he was an extremely good shot stopper. Yeah, he was an extremely good shot stopper. Yeah, and, and that, I think, is, is something that um, a lot of young goalkeepers should learn from. The professionalism to keep himself fit, and he's supremely fit, even at the age of sort of 38. Um, keep, keep yourself fit and, and do the basics very, very well. And I think that if, if you can do that, you will have a long career um, in goalkeeping, such as he has had a magnificent career, um, sadly now, uh, at least internationally, uh, at an end. Absolutely, Raul. And, you know, it's going to be kind of a weird World Cup not having Italy or Netherlands or Chile, you know, or the USA. It's, it's kind of weird. It is. It is. Um, and, and I, for one, I'm, I'm actually quite excited about it. I, I think that... Um, you know, those teams, you know, Chile is the one I think that, you know, you've seen them have success in recent years. Um, so for them not to be there is a, is a bit strange. Um, but really, Italy, Netherlands, uh, the USA, all three of those teams um, have been pretty much moving downwards um, for the last sort of six or, or so years. Um, so it wasn't a huge surprise. I mean, the Netherlands, um, they're not the, the team that they used to be. Um, it's very hard to pick out world-class players from them. And, and both Holland and Italy have got the same problem, I think, is that uh, they're, they're aging sides and uh, there's very little young talent coming through. I think, um, I, think we had discussed this, I think we had discussed this in one of our earlier podcasts, Rahul, of their, their domestic system collapsing. And, and I think that's what reflects in the international team. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I, I think with, with both those teams, the problem is, is um, a certain amount of tradition that goes against them. Holland have to play this 
um, expansive uh, total football kind of game because that's the way that Dutch teams have, have played. But the reality is they don't have the players for it anymore and uh, that leaves them open at the back. And Italy, the, the converse is true because, you know, they've had... Uh, these players who, who are typically very very tough and they've got this pack midfield with players like De Rossi who get stuck in and, and they're very stingy on, on conceding goals. But they needed to score goals against Sweden and it was amazing that their coach Ventura just refused to put on any strikers. Um, it was a, a really bizarre uh, sort of last, last half an hour where, where Daniel De Rossi, who's not even on the pitch, um, in the dugout is gesturing to their strikers to get ready um, because he knows that Italy need a goal, but the manager just doesn't seem to be interested. Yeah, that, was, that was kind of weird, you know. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't get that whole attitude of not playing without strikers. And Italy was almost playing with midfielders going up to play strikers. I mean, what was that about? No, it, it, it was. It was a. a I think it was Italy's. Um, almost their pragmatism catching up with them, quite frankly. Um, you know, Sweden Sweden got the goal um, at home. Um, and uh, Sweden are not a great side either. They're missing Zlatan. They're not a brilliant side either. And you knew, and everybody knew, that Sweden was going to go to, to Milan and, and shut up shop. So it was almost... It was almost amazing that Italy went out with the lineup that they went out with um, and uh, I think uh, in the end got exactly what they deserved yep absolutely but it's going to be kind of weird because I mean they have been in every World Cup the Dutch have been pretty much part of every World Cup so yeah, yeah the, new, the new the new forces of no football Italy, are arising no. yeah no Italy in, in a World Cup for the first time since 1958 which is a long time ago and you know I think that a lot of people will be concerned that um, you've got a lot of the lesser teams perhaps that are taking their place and, and maybe the matches won't be as competitive. But the qualifying is the way that it is. And I'm not saying that the qualifying doesn't have problems. It does have problems. Um, but that's the way that they are. Italy can't complain that they were knocked out of World Cup qualifying by by Georgia or um, Honduras or something like that. They were knocked out by Sweden and, and you can't turn around and say that... I think it was a pretty fair way, Raul. I mean, if you're not going to go out there and score goals when you know you have to score goals, you deserve to be out. Because, I mean, come on, football is about goals. And Sweden may not have Italy's pedigree at the World Cup, but they've got a World Cup pedigree. I mean, they're not, they're not a small team um, in world football. So... Um, Italy had their chances and they didn't take them. Okay, so no Italy, no Netherlands, no Chile, no USA. It's going to be a brand new kind of World Cup in Russia. Moving on from football, we have the Ashes, which are starting next week. The mind games have already started. Ricky Ponting is saying it's going to be 5-0. Um, they are getting at, at at Joe Root. It's the it's the kind of things that the Ashes is known for. Mind games before the actual cricket begins. Yeah, especially in Australia, isn't it? The Australian press are, uh, are revving up. They're getting involved. Uh, ben Stokes, of course, not being there. Uh, the Aussie media have, have jumped in on that one um, a great deal. But some of the things the Australian, um, even the, the current players have said, um, absolute rubbish that they've come out and said in the press about destroying and dismantling and things like that. I mean, the way I see it, I see two fairly matched, fairly well matched sides. And, and this is really all going to come down to how well 
um, England can bowl actually at Australia, which is a strange thing, but um, how quickly Anderson and Broad can find a length in Australia um, to be able to trouble those Australian batsmen. I promise you that if Anderson and Broad can find that length and you've got Wokes and, and maybe Jake Ball trip, uh, you know, chipping away, I, I think England can win this series in Australia. I mean, I mean, I will second you on that, Rahul, because I honestly do not see Australia dominating the series the way, the way the, the 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 press or even the way the bookies are going out there and giving you odds on the series. I don't see the kind of domination. You see, the, the, the thing is, right? Is Australia more than um, more than any other place in the world uh, to go? Um, Australia is is the most difficult tour, um, and it's the most difficult tour uh, uh, partly because it's the most difficult tour partly because um, the media there is so rabid about things. And if you don't start well, if England don't start well, then they, they might get, get steamrolled. Yeah, pretty much they might yeah, get steamrolled. If they get stuck, <clears throat> if they you know are not able to compete with that Australian fast bowling lineup. Um, this could all go very badly. Yeah, I think I mean I but think the first test well. Yeah, I think the first test Rahul will be will be like kind of a you know marker to be laid down because if England bats first in the first test and if they're out there, you know, trying to and if they make the runs and they put the runs on the board, they can put pressure on the Australian lineup because the Australian batting is also as fragile as pretty much the, the England batting lineup. So you know, who's going to bat first in the first test, I think it's going to be a very, very important toss, you know, to determine the series. It is, it is. And and it is a lot about how England decide that they're going to front up to that Australian pace attack. That Australian pace attack is vaunted as this, you know, attack that's going to really unsettle England. But if England can, can front up to them um, and really you know, grit through that first test in Brisbane because Brisbane's always a difficult place to play. I really think that they can give Australia a run for their money um, in this series. Now, the only thing that I think um, England, Australia have the edge over is in the spin department. I think Nathan Lyon is a much better spinner in spinning conditions, uh, in Australian conditions than than, uh, Moeen Ali. But Nathan Lyon is also a slow starter. Um, and if England can get into his head, um, they could really uh, do some damage there as well. So I, I, I would not take this as, um, as dead. This is a very open series. Not at all, Rahul. And I completely second you on that. It's going to be an open series. You know, it, it, a lot will depend on how Steve Smith turns up. It, a lot will depend how Joe Root turns up because they are the big boys in both the teams. And... You know they carry a lot of the of of, of the burden, and yes, it's going to be a, a a test up between the two bowling sides. So, whichever side can really get into the batting lineup with their bowling, it's going to be an interesting series. So I'm looking forward to the Ashes after a while, Raul. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I, I love the Ashes. I enjoy um, the the competitiveness of the cricket out there. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it, um, and uh, I, I'm I'm also looking forward to it being quite even. Okay, that that's 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 that's. That's something that I'm looking forward to too. And yes, Premier League is back this weekend. So we'll be back next week with more football talk because 
a lot of matches are going to come thick and fast now and uh, we will be previewing we will be talking about the games that happen on the weekend so Rahul Premier League is back yeah it's back thank god um, uh, luckily uh, you know a lot of the players didn't come back injured from their uh uh, international breaks and and thank God there's now no more international breaks until until March or April um, so we can yeah. now focus on the Premiership that is correct so thank you Mr. Puri I shall let you go and uh, take care of business while I go and take care of my business of just having fun in Missouri so yeah enjoy enjoy yourself sir enjoy yourself and uh, I will see you when you get back I'll see you when you get back and that's all we have from Just Sports like we said if it's a penalty a goal or a hole in one we cover it for you all the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher iTunes and any other podcast platform Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.